No offence, but where we discuss the uncomfortable topics, drop the truth bombs, and have the raw, real, and relatable conversations that make you feel socially acceptable. Guys, if you've enjoyed listening, please make sure you leave us a review or make sure you're following us for more updates. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and get involved in the comments. My week's been good. I've actually been doing an Easter bonnet. (laughs) Right, it's like, at this. I'm a little bit pissed off. I might actually have to call a school meeting. (laughs) So I've got a friend of one of the school mums and she messages me, you know, like I am that mum that will forget Mufti and I hate that about myself. I'm trying to do better, but I've got a backup mum now that supports me. Oh, lovely. (laughs) So she's like, Holes, don't forget the Easter bonnet. So I'm like, right. This is where I come into my own as a mum. This is why I had a child. To do the creative side of it. To the win competition. these competitions. <laughs> and tell all their mums what's up, you know, just to be real with it. Because so no, it's like the days I forget Mufti, I'm making up for it here. Basically, like, he, listen, he bowled into school today. And I was like, he has got this. But then I'm walking out of the school and all of these elite hats are coming in. So my friend's like cussing me, being Damn. like, your child is supposed to do this. Like, you shouldn't be doing the hat. It's all part of the fun for him. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a competition. Between <laughs> mums. With this the is big com- Easter egg, right? Well, no, it's a competition between mums. Who is the best fucking mum? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Who loves their kid the most? <laughs> every single. I think there's probably like one kid I saw with like, you know, half decent hat. But everyone else, I knew their mum and dad had done it. So I'm like, Wow. The levels are really mm-hmm. high this year. I need to do better. <laughs> so I spent 50 quid on materials in Hobbycraft, thinking well, it's going to be worth it because he's going to get the Easter egg. He's going to win this. The one pound Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I could really have just spent that. So I get him in the car and I'm like, so baby, did you win? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, did you? Did you? And I'm like, where's your egg? And he's like, she's like, where's my medal? Yeah, yeah. basically. And I'm like, Santino, did you win? Like looking around the car, like, did you win? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> We all won. Oh, and I'm like, fuck, fuck off that. with your bullshit. Like, back in the day, as kids, we won. You have to learn to there win was and a lose. And there was a loser. Did. But now it's this whole, everyone is winners. And that just doesn't stick or with me. Or it's not about the winning, it's about the taking part. No, I'm no. sorry, it's not. <laughs> to be fair, I, I tell Mab. I tell Mab she's a winner because she won the sperm to the egg all the time. <laughs> we watched Look Who's Talking the other day because it's on oh. Netflix. And I was like, oh my God, I love this film. Let's watch it. Obviously, I didn't forget how fucking graphic it is in the beginning. Oh, so there's a Lord. sperm coming oh, in and Mab's yeah. just like, Mab, what's that? And I was like, do you know what, Mab's? That was you. That, you uh, won the race. <laughs> so if anyone told you you're not a winner, you're a winner. <laughs> you, won, you won the race of life. Oh. She's like, oh. Yay, but, me. Yeah. She's like, they were my brothers and sisters. I'm like, they're my brothers. Oh my god! They're the ones billions that didn't, they didn't make There's it. Millions of them plopping around like, where somewhere. Are they? Probably down, down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I'm kind of into like um, you're all winners. I mean, I yeah, think we're all winners in our own way. But the Easter bonnet needed a clear winner. I think it really did, didn't it? It needed a clear yeah, winner. Yeah, I feel it does. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it. You know, my school don't do it. We don't do that shit. We don't do homework. We don't do any competitions. We just don't do anything. It's the best school. We don't have uniforms. I fucking love it. It's the most minimal commitment I need. We'll have to commit to as a school run right. and I a bake sale every I now. I would and have then. a nervous breakdown if my kid did not need a school uniform. Really? So we've got fun yeah, it's a lot every of pressure. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Leggings and a top from Primark is fucking easy as shit. Oh, God, Especially no. the age. I don't really and you know what else is better? Like, if you want to stay out and do something cheeky on a Sunday. 
you can stay wherever you want and just go grab something from Sainsbury's and then fucking chuck her in the outfit. I love it. It just keeps me so much freedom. I'm not tied down to a fucking uniform. (laughs) And I suck at doing washing. Mm. My washing machine's actually been broke for two months, to be fair. So fucking, obviously she always got spare clothes, isn't she? I'm like, babe, chuck on anything. Whatever you want. Pop to Tesco, pop to Primark. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your (laughs) uncle. So, yeah. So what are we talking about today, ladies? Toxic friendships, yeah. friendships we've had to break away from, um, difficult situations, how you approach it, how to make new friends, that kind of thing. Do you know what? I think this is a really good topic to discuss because you this isn't the, the type of stuff you're usually going <clears throat> to discuss in a friendship group, I feel no, today. Not, Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's the stuff you think or you might have like the side chat with a friend, but you would never as a group have the chat. So... I don't know about you, but over the years, I've definitely been like, oh, I've got a toxic person in my life. How do I cut it? Yeah. And unless you're around that group where people kind of get the, you know, you want to be avoiding toxic people or how to cut them off, Mm. you just don't really know and you end up dealing with so much bullshit. Yeah, I think as well, like the fear of not having that person as a friend, like I think we forget how friendships can really be like, like romantic relationships it is yeah. like a relationship yeah. some of them are quite demanding yeah. and exhausting and you don't really realize how much you're giving to yourself because it's just your friend but some people are really like i want to say like a succubus a what? What? <laughs> a succubus what is that I probably said it. Excuse me, un momento. I need to... <laughs> Wait, did you just say a suck you bus? A sucky bus. Sucky bus. Sucky bus. Girls, like a, hold on. Like a cunnilingus. Sucky bus. Sucky bus. It's. Oh no, it is sexual. Of course it is coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, it's sexual. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I was thinking. Well, what like... is that? Can you please explain? <laughs> So what is it? Is it like A Succubus, uh, a demon in a female form of or supernatural entity that appears in the dream to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. <laughs> like a femme fatale. Yeah. Like, like a wet dream. Hear me out, right? So I just thought that they suck you dry, so I thought succubus was the right word. To use. I mean, it kind of sounds like it is, to be fair. Yeah, we could have went with that. But yeah, I get that. I get Trust where you're going me, with that. I'm like, succubus. Do you know what? I had you there because I was like, she knows so many great words. Uh, guys. No, not today. <laughs> not today. But I feel like some friends suck you dry and they just want, 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 take, 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 need, need, need. And I feel like some people, you wouldn't even tolerate that from your romantic partner you'd be like no i'm not dealing with this shit but because it's particularly them sneaky ones that slide in from a young age or school and then you feel like because you've had your whole lives together you're stuck oh but she's like a sister oh but this but really all the while they're just draining it's very (laughs) difficult as well because there's that fine line of like being a good friend and being there for them and trying to help them if you know they're in a bad place then yeah i do think you have to be there but then it's like you kind of need to help yourself a little bit or you know I had the worst situation with that like my best friend since I was four like we're literally like brother and sister and he just was going down a really bad path and he just yeah we never really saw him so actually when I was in my last relationship he didn't really know the guy like it was almost weird for him that I had this guy was my friend because he never saw him I'm like oh my god no we're so close and everyone would say to him they were so close Mm. but he was like just AWOL so to the point like this close there was something wrong with my phone and I was like he was like I need um to use your credit card for something so I let him use it my phone would have worked so I was trying to book it for him but like my phone would only like 
allow me to reply to messages from the front screen, it wouldn't unlock. And I'm a fucking technophobe. So I'm just like, look, here's, so I could text him, like, here's the details. Gave it to me, maxed out my credit card. Or, don't know if he maxed it, but he definitely got the room for like a week or something. It was hundreds of pounds in London. And I just bought the house. We're renovating a house. It was Maybrain's first birthday. So I'm paying for a christening party, a thingy. Like, all of our outgoings are just leaking out. And it was just like, I didn't need that at that point. And he's done like so many things like that. But that was the point where I was like, I think at that point for me, I was like, you're taking from my child now. Like, it's not just from me. Whereas before, he'd done loads of stuff like that before, and I'd just be like, oh, you know, it's That's so disgusting. Yeah. What was the conversation after you found out how much money he'd spent? Was there an apology? Did he ever pay you back? He was, like, really not in a good... And I'm not saying it's okay to treat people like that, because it really isn't, and I I don't want friends like that in my life. And I think having a kid has really made me more strong on that. I think it makes you realise... but yeah, I definitely was like, look, I can't speak to you anymore. Like, this is it. That was the line. That was, was a, the line. You must have been absolutely sh- like shook up to the core of because the thing is, if you, unless you have those boundaries from early, he thought that was okay. He yeah. Thought, oh, Melissa's making so much money. It's like mm. nothing to her. Treat on her. And That's because so she disgusting. said nothing, it's like you're accepting that it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I remember that. That was not a good time. Yeah, I remember that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, about these things. I know. I so how do you create those boundaries now with, with friends, now you've kind of learned that? I think Where's it's so much harder as well if you've been friends with them for like, since you were young, because obviously in that time period you grow, you change so much, you know more like what, not what you can tolerate, but like in a friendship what you, not even like what you expect, but how how people treat each other. Like when just you're like kids, you're just, respect yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're kids, you just play, don't you? But then as you grow up, it's like, so much changes. Yeah, like I have a really great friend. She's been my best friend for like 17 years. And she's incredible. And I was thinking about this coming up to it. Because I was like, when we were young, actually, your relationship's just so different, isn't it? Like, she has loads of sisters anyway. So she's obviously like busy with family stuff. But then like, she'd always be like with boyfriends when she got boyfriends. And I would when I had boyfriends. So we'd always kind of just be like, we'd still hang out and chat. But we'd kind of not always prioritize each other mm. whereas now our lives are so busy with mums and she's married and businesses like it's really intense so now it's like we do only see each other we haven't even seen each other this year actually I actually mm. went for a haircut but I haven't seen her pretty much this whole year and I said to us I haven't seen you since last year but you know when we do meet up we really appreciate and we really chat and she's someone that I just love to be able to talk to because she's known me my whole life like mm. she doesn't judge me I can come with her with any idea it's the best but literally we never ever talk it's really weird I really love those friendships though because sometimes mm. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where, like you said, life gets busy, like we're all busy. Um, if you don't speak to somebody for like a week or two, they'll be like, have we fallen out? Oh my God, she's ignoring me. What's the problem? Yeah, but then you that. also have those amazing friends, like me and my friend Mandeep. I've known Mandeep for what, 16 years almost? No, longer, yeah. And I feel like um, I can go four months, legit, four months without actually seeing her, talking to her, maybe a text here and then. And then the next time we meet, it's like absolutely Nothing's just pick up where we left off. Yeah. Mm. She's such a beautiful soul. And our friendship is so low maintenance. But I feel I get maximum benefit out Did of that. Did you feel you need that kind of friendship that the person you are, like a low maintenance relationship with maximum benefit? Is that what you need? Because I feel like everyone has different yeah, needs. Sure. And that's mm. kind of like attachment styles, I guess, mm. in yeah. a friendship. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. So it works you... so well for me. Don't get me wrong. There are certain people where they're my friends we must speak every day, otherwise it would feel weird. But I think it's because me and them are quite similar. But with my other friend, Mandip, I'm like, it's not necessary. Even um, Tally, that is completely unnecessary to speak every day. And I just love the time that we spend together. But I know fully well, I've also got other friends 
Where if I dared go three, four weeks without texting them, it would be, there's a problem. Or you'd reply, then you get the shitty short replies. No, I'm busy. That kind of thing. You're Honestly, like, I don't have anyone like that in my life. If you were that bothered about where I've been the last two or three weeks, why didn't you ask me how I'm doing? Exactly. Mm. Why then being thing. funny with me? Yeah. It's a two-way thing. I don't yeah. have time for that. And you asked earlier, um, how do you communicate those boundaries? And da, 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 da. I don't. I'm awful. If you piss me off or you cross my line, whether you know it or not, I'll just cut you off. And I kind of think like I'm... I'm hoping to change that in the future, but I am very much cut you off. I don't even tell you sometimes that like, you piss me off. I just, you're dead and that's it. And then yeah. there's no coming back from the dead. No. <laughs> oh, there's really? one that rose from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> there is one that rose from the dead, but typically once I've cut you, Even if done. they message you like, hey, is everything okay? I'd like, would love to see you. You just don't reply. <laughs> no, I think it's like what you're saying though. You just kind of distance yourself. Like you mm. don't need to necessarily say anything. Like I've got loads of different groups of friends. So you know, sometimes it's been occasions. Babe, how many friends do you have? Because I, I do have loads of different groups. Yeah, but you do. I, when I say I've got loads of different groups, it's not for the sake of having friends. Because if worst situation, like if it came to it, I've got my ride or die. Like five mm. really good friends, and I'm, I'd be happy with that. But I do just have like so many different friends from different walks of life and just different, like, you know, people from college, How people the fuck from do school, you make people from business. Like, I don't know. I'm just, because I'm a reflector, I just get on with everyone. You do. It's like, you do. Um, but yeah, if I have got a friend and I'm like, do you know what? You're letting me down a little bit or you're not being cool. Like I'll just pull myself away just a little bit. Take some time out. And then, you know, if they pull forward... Like I, do, yeah, no. I yeah. do think though you are the type of person that allows people to walk all over you for quite a long time. <laughs> I always worry well, about Well, we that, had this you? chat. We had this chat <laughs> yeah, the other week. We did. Off, off air. Um, and yeah, I think for sure there's definitely <coughs> been friends in the past that I have actually cut off that I've known they're taking the piss. Given them their chance to redeem themselves, and then I do get to a point where I'm like, I am actually done. But if I feel like they're taking the piss and it's not bothering me, I do just let it go over my head. Yeah, I think it depends. It's on them. How the bothered the you are about yeah. their behaviours? How would you end it? Kind of like what Queen said. You just kind of pull away, just and then if stop, they're like, yeah. "What's happening?" Be like, "Do you know what? I've just felt really let down." I mean, there's been there's been some straight situations where somebody that was in my life, really good friend came to me for everything and then basically found out she was like bitching between me and my ex and I was oh. like well you have just passed the line so I just texted her and I was like da, 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 da. I'm done goodbye blocked didn't even give her a chance to respond I love that I love so, I love blocking people yeah. before they reply but sometimes I just think like and the thing is if I am your friend I am fucking ride or die for you like you mm. can come to me with anything like if you've got a body in the boot I'm like okay where should where we, we go with it this? do you know yeah. what I mean I'm ride or die so and I think my friends really do understand that with me so it's like if they are taking the complete piss out of me I know that if I'm not in your life I posted something on Instagram yesterday I think of like People don't realise how hard it is to get back into someone's life mm. once you're out and actually like how much that person does for you. I was like, that's a really, really good quote. That's so it's like you. really respect and, you know, be grateful for the person you do have in your life. Don't take the piss out of them because if you do and you're out, you're going to be like knocking at the window. Hello. Like, let yeah. me back in. I'm sorry, let me back in. Yeah. I mean, I get you, um, but I have had a falling out with a friend and this is the one that rose from the dead. And I typically don't. I'm from really, the block list. 
I mean, was it really bad for you to fall out initially or was it just like you were having a bit of a, a month of it? Okay, so I think to me it was quite bad purely because I think at that time I was going through some bullshit. I was at a really vulnerable stage in my life right. and where I expected my friend to have my back. Right. She did not. In fact, not only did she not have my back, I just kind of felt chucked aside, almost as if to say, I'm moving on with my new thing now. You're not, no longer relevant. So for that reason, I thought, you know what, I'm not putting up with this. So it was the typical block, delete, da-da-da-da. Mm. And that was definitely not the first time I've blocked and deleted people. But I think for me to want to rekindle a friendship, you have to have meant something to me quite yeah. a bit. And I'm quite a closed-off person. You know, I can take it or leave it. If you want to be my friend, great. If you don't, I'm going to keep it moving. But I think by by Grace, she just we have a really good vibe as friends, and the way in which she approached me to apologize or start talking again, like the message, I like I had a really like a lot of respect for it. I was like, mm, okay, and I felt like all the things that had upset me, without even saying it, she addressed straight away. So I was like, okay you're paying attention, you know where it went wrong and you've really just put, because obviously like, I'm a savage, like I am, I will rip you to pieces if we're in an argument. And she obviously took that risk, like, fuck, I'm going to message this girl. I wonder, am, am I going to get annihilated mm. back? Um, so my response was really kind and sweet and she literally wrote back, wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought you were going to tear me a new one. I was like, nah, girl, it's cool. And we've moved on and we're friends and again, and I'm actually really grateful and happy. But I would have been willing to go to the grave and never speak to her again if she hadn't reached out, like, for sure. I think oh. what Sarah said on the last one, and I really, it lives in my head, this quote, that, like, vulnerability is just everything. Mm. I think if you're that level of vulnerable, someone like, yeah, I fucked up, I'm hands up. And it's nice. Yeah, it's like, so... I really appreciate people in my life who can do that. Like, mm. it's so big for me. That's something that I've, um, do you know, remember at the start of the year, I said to you, like, there's a couple of people in my life, like, friendship-wise, I still need yeah. to have the conversation with, and then yeah. I feel like I'm clear, I'm on a good place with everyone for 2023, and... Something that I really loved about my friend that I went to, I just, you know when you just feel a vibe is off with someone and I feel like she knew the vibe was off and we both knew the vibe was off but nobody wants to say anything and mm. I thought I'm going to just have to have the chat and just open up. So I went to her house, went for a coffee and sometimes I think you just got to take it away from the text or the phone and just have that yeah, face-to-face, that oh heartfelt chat, especially if they mean so much to you. And I was just in a place where... Last year was a really bad year for me. I was all over the place emotion and I just felt like she hadn't been there for as much as I thought she was, she would have been. So I just had the chat and I was like, I love you so much and like having you in my life means so much to me. Like I want us to make a more of a conscious effort. I know you are so busy. Mm. I'm also busy, but we can't have that as an excuse. And she just opened up. She was like, do you know what, Holes? I haven't even got anything to say back to that other than I'm sorry and I'll, I'll do better. Mm. And because we had that chat, like I had a cry, I think she had a cry, I hugged it out. And it's like, she's made such a conscious effort now this year. I make a conscious effort with her. It's mm. fixed the relationship. Yeah. So nice. But if you just leave it to like fester and there's this lack of communication, that's that's when shit starts. I think that's yeah. what boundaries is, yeah. is communication. Yeah. Mm. 100% like what you said about what boundaries you put in place. I mean, I've really learned because I had zero boundaries. <laughs> when I did ayahuasca and I went up, 
like these dimensions. I was like, they hurt me down there. And they literally like, you don't have any boundaries. It's literally the message. They were like, you don't even have boundaries of your own kid. I was like, whoa, why are you hitting me so harshly? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got back and I am almost like too boundaried. We know. Like, <laughs> I just respect myself. And I think this is <coughs> the down bit of it. If you love and respect yourself to that level where you're like, this is my peace and I'm not willing to let anything disturb that, that's when the boundaries start with your mm. friends and stuff. So I think, first of all, if you have got shitty boundaries, you need to look at yourself. Like you don't feel worthy of it. You don't feel like you deserve that love yeah. because you can't always blame your friends because again, like why am I creating this? Why did you let mm. that happen? Yeah, and I feel like I was the type of friend. Do you know what? I had, my friend really called me out this week. We had a whole chat. She was like, on the podcast, you said you didn't have friends. And I was like, no, what I meant was that I didn't have friends like Holly where you have your school friends, your four rider dies. Like yeah. it's really sweet, your group. I think it's so cute. Mm. I don't have that personally. Like, I do have friends from school, but like, you know, they're not my rider. They haven't been through my whole life with yeah, me. Yeah, They've yeah. been in and out. In We've been friends, out. not friends. Apart from my friend Sharice, like 17 years. But even then, we're busy. We haven't got that. You've got really great mm. memories in that relationship mm. building. I don't really personally feel like I have that with anyone, like really long term from school. But um, she called me out. She was like, well, Lace, you would always distance yourself people and you weren't always like easily to approach kind of thing. And I really like, I've had a rough week this week, like tearing apart my like shadow self and I really sat there and I was like yeah man I really did and I sat there and I was like do you know what like from school like I was really like my household wasn't a nice household so for one I wouldn't want to invite people over because it's embarrassing yeah. for one yeah. like mom's probably gonna be fucking hitting me or shouting at me or throwing shit or yeah. there's gonna be weed everywhere like there's something <laughs> gonna be happening where I'm like this is just not normal yeah. and um it's like that for instance so like I wouldn't let people in because obviously that meant that you know, they could, I was vulnerable or mm. they could like, you know, take the piss or tell people. And people were bitchy back then at school. Yeah, yeah. so like, oh, moan about it. Yeah, like, it's okay, you're going through your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. let me help you clean. It'd be like, oh my God. Literally, <laughs> her house is a mess. Literally, yeah. like traumatizing as well. My house is never messy actually. Well, I had a really nice house to be fair. The house oh, was on point. Right. And obviously, Just I was the, the cleaner. Just bags of weed everywhere. <laughs> the bags of weed and shit. Or like, mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like lie. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I was like, you know, I was really that kid. And I would, then I realized from this week, I was literally started crying the other night because I was like, oh my God. Gosh, I was saying it to one of my friends. I was like, I don't like let, I do now a lot more, but I really would never let people in that close. I mean, if you did, I'd kind of push you away a bit. Mm. And I thought that was so interesting. I think I wanted to bring that up here because I'm like, are you in that position? Is that something you're doing, but you're not noticing? So I didn't notice it until she said it to me. And I was like, damn. I fully was crying. I was like, this has been a rough week. Man. <laughs> like, I'm tearing myself apart out oh, here. It's interesting. It was that. good to yeah. see. I must admit, I I, je I definitely actively push people away. I'm not really the one to have people who are super close to me. I just don't want to. And it's because I'm terrible, but there's just no point. Because one one day, at some point, they're going to shaft you. <laughs> I, I truly believe that. I really do. And I have, like, my group of friends, I'm really, really fortunate. Um, they all really get me. Like Natalia and I, we like, they get me. If I'm not involved or doing everything or being super social, they're like, no, nah, it's cool, just leave her alone, she'll be okay. They then don't try and, oh, come talk to us, please, let us help you, because it's not going to happen. And I just, I at this point, I don't even know if I want to get over that, but I just keep people at arm's length, because once people are close enough to you, one way or another, and sometimes they'll screw you over without even meaning to, but it doesn't mm. make it less hurtful. Mm. so I don't, don't know I think it all stems from childhood though yeah, like absolutely. everything is you know what you've just said about you know pushing people away 
I think like obviously what we know with your family and stuff, I mm. think that's probably definitely something I was like, I don't need you. Yeah. yeah. And then the, I'm just thinking about me now, obviously I knew we were discussing this today, so I've been having to think. Like there were times where I did get bullied. Like, not necessarily school. Usually when I was, like, playing football with the boys, they were just being assholes. Oh, shit. And then in school, within people that I did think were my friends, you know, I've said about the people pleasing and stuff like that before. So, you know, when you think I've got so many friends because I'm always like, I want everyone to feel included at all times. Yeah. Even if I walk into... You know, I've got an event after this tonight. If I walk into a room and I don't know people, I'll be talking to everyone, like mm. making sure everyone's okay. It's not a bad trait to have. I know, it's But nice. you do have to be, I think, self-aware of it. And like you say, not let people completely take the piss out of you. But I definitely am getting better at boundaries as we, as we go. Mm. What about you? I think, yeah, I was literally just sitting here thinking, like, I don't even know what, like, I think as a friend, I'm the type of person that, all of my friends around me at the minute are pretty low maintenance. So it's like we have that, I guess, unspoken conversation of like, I know you're busy. I know you're busy. We'll yeah. hook up. Like, it's fine whenever. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty fortunate like that because like I am busy. They're busy. They've got loads of kids and stuff, which is fine. But it made me just think like I've not had I don't have friends from school either. And. I think I was just listening to what you said and I was just sat here thinking, oh my God, like... Because you got bullied. Yeah, I got bullied. But like even... I think I remember having this conversation with you, Lacey, ages ago. Every friend that I've had close, very, very close to me growing up, like my first friend, her name was Sarah. She moved to... She was my best friend. She moved to Australia with her family. Then um, my next like best friend, um, she came in, she married a gypsy and kind of disappeared. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea where that happened there. Um, then I had another best friend and then she moved, she actually moved to Toaster first, but then she's moved to Dublin. I'm really surprised you haven't got abandonment issues. She's that issues. bad of a friend. Yeah. Like, no, like, jump yeah ship. <laughs> then obviously like my best friend now, Lauren, she obviously, we met. <laughs> She's pissed off to divide. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, yeah. yeah. So it it's like, you, it, you could have lots of different holiday locations. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. I should probably reconnect with everyone minus the one that married a gypsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might need that holiday though. connection. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, so for me, maybe maybe embedded in me I'm just like oh, I don't really need to get that close to people because they just go anyway they leave oh, that's mm. really sad no but I don't feel sad about it because oh. I'm like it doesn't it doesn't I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because the friends that I have around me I know that I could call you I could call you mm. I could call you if I had a problem even Alex like I've got another friend Nina Laura like all these people Sarah Vicky if I really needed someone I could pick up the phone and call them and I know all of them would be there in a heartbeat so it's yeah. like that's what, for me, that's what truly matters. Mm. I speak to my friends as often as I can, as often as they can c- communicate with me. Yeah. But I don't like, I'm not like a needy friend where I'm like, why are you not responding? Or why do you not want to see me? Because I just she think... She could be, couldn't she, really, if you think about it? Yeah. I could with be one. You could through. be, because of the amount of people that have like maybe You've lost left you, you're like wanting yeah. to cling on to that yeah who's gonna stay when you first meet someone be like are you intending to move country in the next five years because if you are just let's leave it there okay? yeah, have, you ever, I'm good. have you ever dated a gypsy yeah. Yeah. anyone from foreign land how do you feel oh about australia God. no okay fuck <laughs> off. no i get you though um, i think in your situation it's quite different though because your friends are moving on to better 
more exciting lives. Mm. So you're probably so happy about them. Yeah. For them, sorry. You don't see that as a they've left me type no, of situation. No, no. Of course, like everyone sweet. that has gone has gone to like better themselves and improve their life or whatever. So it's not like, I don't feel like I've been abandoned. It's more like I know that they're moving on to better things. They've gone to a better place. Yeah, but just left me behind. (laughs) (laughs) Deleted your number. Yeah. I have a question. We've all spoken a little bit about like, you know, leaving toxic people behind. But what is like the sign for you of knowing when, do you know what, this person is somebody that I need to get out of my life. Like what have they usually done for you to think, we're done here. Do you know what, I'm thinking about this because I've really been looking into this lately and I don't feel that people are personally, apart from like my friend who stole the money and you know, if he really sorted himself out, I would actually let him back into my life. But like there's a boundary now where it's like, look, mm. I know I know you've really changed your life. So I mean, there's drugs involved. Like it's just yeah, a whole different a kettle of fish. Yeah, it's a different type of story. But like I see my friendships now and I'm like, do you know, when I look at them, it's like, I had a mushroom retreat in November and it told me that like, it made me show us all as like plants and that you kind of water the plant and then it leaves and you go to another plant and kind of just said to me like, you take what you need from each person and you move on. So I'm not the person now when I look at my friendships is so different. Like, yeah, we were close last year and spoke every day, but we don't speak much now. Like, that's okay because right now we just don't need each other. Otherwise we wouldn't yeah. be speaking with each other every day. We might be speaking again in two years or a year's time. And so I don't see it now as like, oh, I've ended this friendship. We're not friends. Like they might think I'm not their friend. I don't know. I'm not going to make up that story. But for me personally, like I have a friend right now where we had a bit of a conversation in January and I just felt that she was kind of blaming me for her emotions the way she felt and I was like look I'm sorry you feel that way but I can't take on board that that's my fault because I feel that everyone's responsible for their own feelings like, I can't make you happy or make you you know change your life like I just I can't mm. change stuff for people I can only do it for myself and honestly I'm fucking drained doing it by myself you've done the work <laughs> on yourself as well so it's like if I've done the work you need to do the work and it's draining I can't yeah, yeah I've got to like try even like you know even looking after my kids a lot as well as doing my own <laughs> shit so I'm like I don't have any space to do anyone else's stuff mm. And like, even still, like, I don't know with her whether where we're at in the relationship, but like, I've invited her to my brain's party and I'm like, oh, I hope you can come. And like, for me, I still like, like her stuff on Instagram if I see it. For mm. me, I'm just like, you're still my friend, but it's just like, we're not close, close. And it's, I find it so weird because I'm like, friends, there's, I don't want to call people acquaintances. I think that's such a shitty word. Mm. I feel like there's friends and then there's like soul family. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 100%. I've definitely... I've definitely got acquaintances and I know, like you said, it's, it's shit, but you just kind of know they're not the person that you would ever call up. Yeah. A friend is someone you could call up if you've got an issue. Your soul is the person you could turn up on the doorstep, like crying yeah. and they'll drop yeah. everything yeah. for yeah. you. Like you've got the different levels to it. I um, think as I've grown as well though, I'm like... So what you're saying is seasons. Yeah. But some of your friends as well, like I've realised that when I was speaking to them before, you know, they'll just give me like their perspective from her, their hurt place and it's like do you know what I'm just not really the type of person anymore who would ring people for advice I kind of just look into myself or I have just one person in my life now who I will literally speak to about everything one person like that is it and that's the only person I'm willing to let that deep into me like I just kind of had this realization the other day that why do I allow people to see so much of me like I get I'm on a podcast sharing, <laughs> I was just sharing my, the sharing my pissy dick and everything <laughs> my whole life's out here my sh- boyfriend shower but like that's fun like that shit doesn't like it doesn't affect me really like I don't know it's, it's really therapy hard to tell. for us 
I guess, but like, even like not wearing makeup, why would I allow someone I don't know see me that vulnerable, like with no makeup on and like not looking my best self? Like, I've just really put up boundaries now of like what I'm willing to let people in. Whereas before, I think I had no boundaries. I'd be like, I just tell everyone everything. Like, I'm having this problem and he did this and she's done that. Mm. Do you know what? It's just lot. I actually agree with what you're saying. The only thing I would say there is to communicate that with the friend that this is actually where I'm at in life which I'm sure you probably did because I think we have it built into us that like your friends will always be there when you need them and I'm sure there was a discussion we had early on in this podcast where it's like do you know what I don't have the space for this right now I've got a lot going on in my life but I'll come back to you on this or this might just be something that you need to go in and look into so I think as long as you can communicate that because not everyone is as grown as you are in terms of like understanding a lot of the time it's all on you and you've got to do the work do you know what I mean so I agree with what you're saying and I do think sometimes as people yeah you can you know vent to friends but then you've got to watch your energy as the friend being vented to for sure Mm. but then I do think sometimes we have to work on ourselves and, and take on that stuff but it's just about communicating it yeah I think I communicate to some people and they just didn't get it and I'm like it's really challenging for me to say to you like look I'm really taking time out I need to work on myself like I'm literally dealing with 30 years of trauma right now. It's just dumped on my doorstep and I'm sifting through the shit. Like, it's not fun. I tried, I was playing to someone today. I was like, this week has literally been like having an issue, going for an operation and now I'm at the post-op. I'm like recovering now. Mm. Like I've been all cut open and I'm stitched up. You guys can't see it because obviously it's whatever, but emotionally that's literally what the fuck has happened to me this week. Like, it's so deep. It's so painful. Mm. It's like... When I try to explain to people, like my friends, say for instance, and that's when I'm like, are you even my friend now? Like, so this is where I'm so weird with like the lines of friends. Like, what is a friend? I don't fucking know. I'm confused. I need you guys <laughs> to help me. That's why I always tell I'm like, what even are they? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Friends. Um, I really asked myself that the other day. I was like, what is a friend? For me, a friend is someone that I can be so vulnerable with, mm. like Ayula, I can know that there's no judgment. And I was really thinking about my friendship groups the other day and I was like, I am so freaking grateful for the friends that I have in my life because I genuinely believe the reason of what, where I'm at in life and the way I am and that the fact I can, you know, go and do that business idea or do another one or do another one is because nobody ever fucking judges me. Everyone's mm. like, go for it. No one's putting you no down. No one's opinionated. No one's like, okay, there might be the odd opinion from like a newish friend, but I will tell Cut him straight off. away. Yeah. <laughs> him. But he knows he's opinionated and I call him out on it. So, but yeah, like, it, and it makes me feel sad because I know there's people listening to this right now and you know I'm talking to you <laughs> that you're stuck in friendship groups there and you're stuck around people that are so judgy, stop you from doing new things, stop you yeah. from being your most authentic self and make you feel shit. And if anyone like that is lowering your vibe, that is when you cut a person out of That's your life. You but how do you them cut go. them off? Because I'm thinking of a situation now where a person that I really, and the thing is I really love these people, but like, they're maybe quite negative. Um, they're just running over the same stuff all the time. And you're just like, oh, that's quite draining. But obviously, they're such a lovely person. You don't want to hurt them. How would you then, like, obviously, you distance yourself. But they're like, wait, you're not speaking to me all the time, kind of. I guess an anxious attachment style as it a friend. It is a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? I think in those situations, rather than just cutting them off or not speaking to them about it, I would tell them this behavior or when you say this kind of stuff this is how it's making me feel I'm almost at the point where I don't want to be friends with you oh my god that feels so bad to say no 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 maybe not in that but they've got to know what 
what they're saying and how you're feeling and the impact it's having on your relationship. Maybe scrap it, okay, flip it and be mm. like, I really used to love it when you're in a much happier place. Yes. I feel like a lot at the time now, a lot of our conversations are negative and I feel like I don't really know you anymore. You're not the same. Feel felt What's found. going on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like that. The first one was a bit, that's the first thing yeah. that would come out of my mouth. But <laughs> also, what's you, also? <laughs> when I've given it a thought, I'm like, mm, don't do that. Also, I think what's relatable and what we do try to do is we do give everybody, okay, it's, you know, like when a girl or a guy comes to you with their issues of the relationship and you're like, right, why don't you do this? Or why don't you go for dinner? Or you try and give your friends solutions. And that's the most frustrating thing growing up. I don't feel like I deal with that with friends now because I think we're all a lot more grown. Mm. But do you remember like your teenage years? He'd be like, oh, my boyfriend's done this. And like, solution, solution. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening. But they choose to ignore you. So I'm at a point now where I'm like, I could maybe have one, max two conversations about the same thing. Yeah. But if you haven't taken my advice, you're not listening. You keep banging on about it. You can't keep coming to me because you don't want to change. Will you you tell them that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is where I'm good with my boundary these days. (laughs) I did. That's probably one situation where I have kind of disconnected myself from someone is when um, they were in a relationship and they knew certain things were going on. It was very emotional. I found myself getting very drawn into it. And I'm such an empath that I felt my emotion, I felt like it was me, like going Mm. through it. And I was just like, I can't cope with this anymore because it's making me just so unhappy and so miserable and just hurting and I feel like I'm hurting for you and I just really had to separate myself and be like look this is your life at the end of the day you can choose to be with who be with and surround yourself with whoever you want to be with but for me right now I just can't put I can't put myself through it so that's how I kind of distance myself and how did they take that it's a very, very honest conversation to have, isn't it? Yeah, I think this was a, God, this was a really, really long time ago. Um, but I think how can, if someone's being honest with you, like I say all the time, if you're being vulnerable and you're being honest, how can someone be mad at you? And they knew what was going on. So they, they can't just they can't argue, can't with, argue it, really. with me. I think it's how, you know, what you said in the dating chat what was it you said about the I feel when you when you and you're taking the responsibility of like I love you as a friend but I feel on edge Mm. or you know just allowing them to have that space but also to understand how you're feeling or Mm. the feel felt found I think is really really effective Mm. definitely so it's all communication really is and vulnerability like we always say as well yeah it really is I think like because I had an issue with my friend this week that she come to me and I was just like it's just good to get it over and done with there like if you've got an issue just get it out clear yeah. it don't out don't hold on to keep it keep it moving yeah and, and like I'm proud of you for this because you was such an avoider with situations like yeah, that was. so <laughs> my relationship for a year yeah 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 <laughs> I wouldn't even open it no she wouldn't she was oh like yeah I'm God, not doing that like 5500 like, whatsapp messages I'd be like I'd be like guys can you read this to me like I physically I had the worst was confrontation that? because you just didn't want the confrontation or you just thought don't want the drama it it's definitely like a family anxiety. habit so much of my family avoid confrontation but I think just for me like where I've really been looking into my childhood lately, I think when you're like, you live in a household where your opinion doesn't matter, you're not really allowed to be spoken at, like you're kind of regard disregarded. So like you just never felt you can have a voice. So I just really didn't know who I was anymore, I feel like. And I just, like I couldn't allow people in to hurt me at all. So I'd be so protected in my own shit. that Like I just 
couldn't even open a message because I'd feel so, I don't know, it would just really make me feel awful. But then I thought awful not opening it. It's like a fucking yeah. double-ended song. <laughs> yeah. like I, I think there's a lot of people that would listen to a podcast that would relate like, to this. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's so challenging and so awful. And like, my best advice for you is, and it's something I just do now and it's I still fucking hate it. And I feel like every time you do something, you get better and better or more yeah. confident. And now I'm just like, just open the message and deal with it. <laughs> just deal with it. Or just open the message, read it, give yourself like, I don't Time. know, overnight to think about your response. So you're not so heated. Yeah, so I message people now and I'm like, hey, um, I've taken this on board. I'll message back in a few days. Yeah, that's a and, good um, one. But sometimes I do just leave it a few days. So even like one of my friends not that long ago, I had loads of family drama going on that week as well so she's like well you haven't answered me for three days I was like, I've just literally told you about so much family drama and I just think like I just I'm a low maintenance friend I don't really want to talk to you that often like I just don't really want you like all around me and stuff I used to think I did want that but I think I never used to have anyone in my life that was like that I like, really craved it whereas mm. now I've kind of got it from myself that's why I want to speak about the loneliness things I think the loneliness is where I really found myself so I think it's a real positive even though it's fucking awful and I think like I can't remember the percentage, but it's a really high percentage of millennials, like our age group. I think we're millennials. Yeah, we are. Oh. <laughs> Gen Z are below us. Okay, yeah. like millennials that are lonely, like reporting to be lonely, like, uh, over 50%. It's oh, a wow. really fucking high Is percentage. Is that because of social media? I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. And because... I think as well, um, like as well as social media, I think the things like WhatsApp, just because you spoke to a friend on WhatsApp, it's like you feel like you've seen them and actually had that physical like communication between you both, whereas it's not really it's not the same like we always talk about having like an energy exchange but how can you really have that energy exchange over whatsapp I and remember like you when just you said... never went out and i was genuinely really worried about you at one point and you was like yeah i just don't go out anymore i don't need to be around people and i'm just like that is so unhealthy like you need other people's energy mm. regardless whether you agree or not i honestly believe you need other people's energy to feed off and obviously you pick your right energy but when you think you're being social by Facebook Messenger, like, there's nothing. I hate the fact it's called social media because there's not really anything social about it at all. <laughs> it's really yeah. social. It's it should just be media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I come off my phone, guys, remember when I completely come off my phone after we got back from Ibiza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, 20... I don't even know when it was. Mm. I come before, off my I think, phone. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah it would have been. Mm-hmm. Shit, I broke up. Yeah, we before. both broke up. <laughs> <laughs> because last year was hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> last year we forgot about our social Um... But yeah, so I come off my phone and do you know what I really appreciate? I had no phone from October to December. Just come off a phone, all of socials. And that was probably a nab. I've done lonely periods quite a lot and I love it. Like it might not work for everyone, but I really think it's a time to really find yourself and deal with your shit. I think I think I have a lot of more issues than the average person. So maybe it just takes me a lot longer to process things or, you know, I've just got way more shit to unpack. That's okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it, man. That's what I chose, I'm here. But um, what I found when I didn't have my phone is that, we did just message each other all the time. And I don't feel for me that was a deep enough connection. I'd rather not message all the time and have a phone conversation or meet you for lunch and just sit down and have a really great chat. I really want to know what's going on in your life and my life. And it's almost like I felt like when we were on WhatsApp, we're sharing all our shit unconsciously too. We're not even thinking about what we're saying. When we saw each other, we didn't really have anything to say anymore because Mm. you know everything that I'm telling you every second of my fucking life update. (laughs) And also, like, how draining for you guys as friends. So in that time, I did, before that, I think, as soon as lockdown pretty much started, I come out of every group chat. I, I'm not in group chats. Like, I've been in a fair few, and I'll come out of them, because I just don't like that level of, like... I just... My friends, I want to see you. I want to feel you and talk to you, and that's just what I need as friends. I loved when we hadn't seen you or spoke to each other for literally over a year, and then we bumped into each other in Starbucks. And then that's kind of how the pods come about. But it mm-hmm. was just... 
You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it's so nice being in person-to-person contact. It is. It's just a different energy, isn't it? Yeah. But did you notice there was a massive change in me from that year? Huge. Oh like, God, if she'd messaged me and been like, babe, I'm back. I'd be like, okay, nice. <laughs> but like, seeing her, I should bob done and she's like, I've just come back from Peru and I'm like, what? <laughs> so it was a madness but it was just, it was so good and then I felt so good after where you could never have had that in exchange. You wouldn't get that over, over, over text or WhatsApp. And it was like, I didn't want to text someone and be like, I'm in such a good place and talk about it because I'm like, no. I don't want to tell you guys this shit, I want to show you and mm. like, I don't want to tell myself it because I don't want to lie to myself, I want to prove to myself I am in a better place and I am doing better. So yeah, and I feel like now I've been able to take that time away from everyone and really be lonely. Have you ever experienced loneliness? Um, yeah, I think I have. Just to I'm, kind of, sorry, mm. sorry, just to, I just want to go back to what, what you were saying that you just did, wasn't on your phone from like October to December. On the flip side, I just want to talk about. So that was really hard from a friend's point of view, but at the time it yeah, was really difficult we were, we were worried like all these different things whatever we didn't even know if you were alive <laughs> when you came back all these different things but seeing you now on the other side it's like you you just understand it like mm. you can just you see that it was worth it for oh her. yeah of like course. i needed it like it's it wasn't appreciation a... but i think the only thing we would have wanted to be like guys I'm going offline because I'm working on myself and I'm going to be away for six months however long it takes I don't think you know it at the time no, at just the time know. you're just like yeah. I'm so fucking overwhelmed I've just I kind of mentor this girl right now once a week or once every two weeks and I've told her like go offline for two weeks because she's so attached to this fucking device mm. and social media and people and I'm like just go offline like you need to zone out and it's like, you don't, you're so overwhelmed. You can't even think straight anymore that you're like, I just need no one around me because no I need noise. no noise just to almost find myself yeah. again. Yeah. And that's what, and I mean, I was so lonely at times. I think when you're in the darkness by yourself, you're like, I have no one, I've pushed on my breath, like what's wrong with me or whatever. Like you'll really go through the feels. Mm. But it's at that point, I could be like, I really found myself. And now when I have connections with people, they're very organic, they're very truthful. If I've got an issue, I'm going to say it to you. Like, mm. I just feel in a really great space to be able to have a real friendship. Whereas mm. I think before, my friendships were a bit weak, I think, personally, on my perspective. I love them people, and they're amazing for everything, like, all of you have done for me in the past. But I feel like, personally, my I was a good friend, I'd say, but, like, <clears throat> I couldn't be 100% honest with you or tell you when I felt something because I hated confrontation. Mm. That's not really a good friend if I'm, like, annoyed at you for something and I'm not saying it. Then you, you know just I mean? keep it in for months on end, yeah. And it just causes weird issues. Mm. I hear you. So I don't know that I've ever felt lonely I think I would probably call it more like solitude. Mm. There are times where I'm off the grid. I don't speak to people because I just don't have the energy for it. Or I know I currently feel like a miserable bitch. And one thing I'm so, so, so conscious of is bringing my negative energy. Because I've had a friend before who I would describe her as an emotional dumper. You ever had one of them? Yeah. Literally. I was getting Every time pummeled see them. left, right and center with my life is shit. Oh, I've got this issue. Oh, and it was just like emotional dumping. And that used to happen to me in the past quite a lot because they know me as the strong one or yeah. she'll give you great advice to get that problem off your head or whatever. And because I was seen as the strong one, it was it became like people were just mass dumping their shit on me. Mm. And that's fine. Most of the time it slides off. Once I've heard your issue, we've finished talking, I move on. It doesn't keep me up at night. Like you said, with your friend, it was really starting to wear on you as well. Mm. I was quite okay with that. It didn't bother me. But this one particular friend, and it was such deep shit. Like, I think I'm going to end it all and all this stuff. And oh, I'm like, that's oh, heavy. God, you can't 
this has to stop. And she was an emotional dumper. So after that point, I thought to myself, I'm actually going to go out of my way to make myself unavailable. Mm. I don't want people to feel that comfortable to get to that level of emotional dumping. So yeah, I did turn into a bit of a dickhead. People will come to me with the problems and I'll be that girl. I would say to you, if you come to me, are you complaining about your weight? I'll go, stop complaining about how fat you are when you eat all that much. And yeah, you've been no, talking about it for months. I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> I just turned the other way. I was, I was that person. I will tell you, don't come to me and talk to me about your weight ever again. Because I saw you eating a fucking Twix earlier. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, but you have to, again, this is like respecting people's time. Yeah. Respecting people's boundaries. Yeah. And also I look at those friendships and being like, what do you actually give to me? Because I do think friendships are a two-way thing. Yes, yeah. some people lean on you more than others. But then I'd look at that girl and be like, do you actually add value to my life? Mm. Or are you just someone just that constantly comes problems. to me and drains me? But you know the thing is, like at one point they may have added value to your life. And it's what you want to get across yeah. to people. Because it's like, I think if you're on the other end of that, it does feel hurtful. Being like, oh, they don't want to be my friend anymore, mm. whatever. But it's, from my perspective, it's generally not that. Like you added great value in my life at some now point. Now it's over. Yeah, the seasons change. Like mm. I'm just in a different season. I've grown. Yeah, it's not even like outgrowing because I feel like no one's more grown than someone else. I personally don't believe it. I just believe you're all on your own journeys. We're just growing like wherever it is, mm. floating around. No one's higher or lower or any of that shit. But like... You're on a different path now. We're just... Yeah, I just need different energies now because I'm at a different frequency. I need these different energies. And then this energy might drop and I might move to another energy. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and you fine. don't have to explain <coughs> yourself as well. Mm. But it's just like feeling that on the other side yeah. can be it's fucking really hard. Yeah, imagine being rejected. Like, I don't want to be a friend anymore. Yeah, you'd moan it to me but too. I don't <laughs> think you would ever say that. You would, you would just say something like, do you know what? I am so busy at the moment. Like, I'm here on the end of the line if you want to, like, drop me a text or, like you say, meet for coffee. Or sometimes, yeah, you're pulling that friendship, the actual friendship out of that person and it's not so much a message or a WhatsApp or a call. It's, let's just meet for lunch once a month. Mm. So mm. you're still doing the friend thing if that's what they're on the end of the phone and, you know, uh, wanting from you. But you want the actual intimacy of a friendship. Yeah difficult isn't it, it really how was is. your loneliness experience had you experienced it yeah I think <clears throat> oh, it's a bit of a complex one because after I broke up with my ex I just felt so lonely very vulnerable um obviously it's something that I'd been going back and forth for over so long and hadn't really felt like I'd been able to communicate to friends how I'd really felt so I just felt like at an all-time low and I mentioned it in a previous podcast you know Last year, I made a really, really good friend and we just was out all the time. And I can see that as loneliness on my side because I was constantly like, when should we go for dinner? What should we do tonight? Do you want to come over? Should we book a holiday? And like constantly dependent on her. Whereas this year, like I don't see her half as much. And we had a conversation not long ago because she was like, I really miss you. And I was like, I really miss you. But I don't feel sad about it because I'm like, actually, do you know what? I'm not lonely. I'm now in a happy place. But you've helped me to get out of that yeah. lonely place yeah. and understand my worth. So I'm obviously really grateful mm. for that. Whereas like we were laughing about it the other week. But like I could quite happily switch my phone off for the rest of the night, go downstairs, work on a jigsaw piece puzzle <laughs> or... You know, I don't even watch that much TV. Cook in the kitchen, put my slow jams on. Mm. My neighbours at the back probably see me dancing in the kitchen all the time or singing mm. my little heart mm. out. <laughs> I just love my own company now. Did you um tell your friend that you were grateful for her for this journey? And yeah. Do you know what? I haven't. Okay. But I actually think I will have that discussion with her. It's so nice. I, do now. I, know, oh, yes. I just think it's so nice as a friend to like let know, somebody know that they've helped you on that journey. Yeah. Like, sometimes oh, yeah. you do have to give back. 
for sure. that because I, I don't you don't want them to feel used because she might listen to this and be like you've used me bitch yeah. and it's not that at all like she's really actually... busy she's got a boyfriend and stuff which she didn't at the time so it's like we really lent on each other for that season that mm. we needed each other mm. but now we're both doing really well in business she's killing it I'm you know busy and we still love each other dearly we miss each other so we'll make the effort for dinners now but it's not through me needing somebody and being lonely. It's through like, I want to hang out with you by choice. Yeah. Mm, like so what would you give like advice to the listeners if they're in a relationship, not a relationship, in a, well, I guess it is a relationship, a yeah, friendship is. that is really toxic. Um, they're kind of in an avoidant mode, but they know that they kind of are still in that friendship. Like what, what advice would you give to people? I think maybe talk it out with the person who's giving you these toxic vibes because maybe they don't mean it or maybe they're doing it because they're hurt about something or there's jealousy or whatever. But I would say try and talk it out. I wouldn't give the advice I, I have previously taken, which you just cut them off. <laughs> I know now. Don't take my advice. <laughs> yeah, I now know that's not right. Um, I would say try and talk it out. but Face to face as well. I yeah, think, like, have yeah. that conversation. But if you're still not feeling heard or things don't change... Don't hold on to it for too long. Move I think on. it's so hard to have conversations face to face though. Like really you've got to be is. a really strong, like I've done a lot of work, but I mean, my confrontations things were so fucking deep that like, I still don't know if I could sit and have a face to face conversation with someone about. Well, if you couldn't, I think voice note. I think the thing I hate mm. about messages is if you're in a mood, you can read a message as that person's in a mood mm. and it's so difficult and it's hard to get like the emotion across of, you know, this isn't me reacting or, you know, throwing anything out. It's just like, I feel really hurt. Like, I think if you are face to face, a lot of the time people aren't going to react to your face, right? They're going to listen, more likely to listen. And just being like, here's a coffee. Like, butt them up a little bit. <laughs> you know, I got you a cake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> your face. It's like, like you can band see. coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think... I know it's hard, but push through because yeah. and being able to hug it out after yeah, and actually body close language. it off. Body language it's is huge. Yeah. So just push through and stop being a little bitch. I think <laughs> for me... I'll let you know how I get on. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, I know I could probably come across very abrupt on message. You're so abrupt. <laughs> I think you're abrupt in person. When she's pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me have that, Jesus. Um, But I think face to face, like, I would never ever have, like, someone sit opposite me and me talk to them and see them upset. Like, I would never... That would break me. So I feel like for face to face for me is just so much easier than just talking over message because I know what I'm like. I probably do come across super abrupt, but then if I get a message back that's abrupt, then I'm going to be abrupt again. And it's yeah. like, do you actually get anywhere? You How don't. Do you get like, out you're of that? damaging something that is so irrelevant. Like it wouldn't have been that if it was just face to face. I could mm. say to you face to face, I love you so much, but right now, this, this, and this, I just feel like I need to distance myself. But I feel like, yeah, if I were to write that down, it would probably come yeah, across really shitty. Well, someone, what you just said, like, oh my God, you know, some people can't have that conversation face to face. I think if you're that much of a good friend, yeah. you shouldn't like, even you like, shouldn't be, be at that, that space awkward, of like, yeah. oh yeah. God, you know, get it with like an ex or breaking up with a date or something. But a real <laughs> ride or die hard friend. Yeah, you're You should right. be able to just flow into mm. that. Yeah. Um, something I was going to say what Sarah just said is that I always think about this this is my thing I always say to myself and I'm like Lacey this can be a 10 second or 2 minute conversation <laughs> yeah. or we can drag it out for months you take the choice I'm like 
Are we going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> then I just I have, have to like, that. it's so, f- I mean, I'm sweating thinking about it. I call them sweaty calls, but my, clam- <laughs> 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 my, my clammy hands right now. <laughs> thinking about it is making me fucking sweat to fuck. No way. Yeah, for real. Like, oh my God, like, I've had to do it this week quite a few times. Like a Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, let's yeah. go. <laughs> that is it. I've got sweaty calls on my list. You're going to get a sweaty call over and done with or a sweaty text or a sweaty voice Good for you, though, babe, because you mm. feel so much better after it. Like, guess what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. And everyone just knows where they stand. I think mm. the problem is in relationships, and I think we do this too. All of us do it. We start creating stories. Yeah. They've said, and I feel I've done way too many plant medicines now. Like, I did. I've worked out four plant medicines. She is a plant year. medicine. <laughs> four plant medicines. Yeah, I am. Like, so I've done way too many medicines now to like. So when I say things, I forget that people still create stories. Because when people say stuff to me, I just don't create a story anymore. Like, I don't really you let just it take what me. they say. I tell what they say, is. and then if I if I feel something, I'm like, oh, I felt you said this, or you know, like, how did you mean that? Like, mm. I'll, I I want to clarify. But to be honest, I don't really make stories anymore, and I can witness people all the time, like making stories I'm like oh it's just interesting because I used to all of us do it but yeah so you have to remember that you're creating a story and making it way worse than what it is Mm. so for instance one of the conversations I had with my friends recently where it's like a bit I don't really know where we're at right now but I still class her as a friend the story she was making up about me and the situations that had happened I'm like they were just stories they weren't true so it's like you need to have a think like am I making this story up into something way bigger than what it is or am I just going to text her and say, babe, I really love you, but right now I can't speak. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, I'm creating this whole story that mm. they're going to hate me and they're going to think I'm a shit person and all these crazy things. That's, I think, what stopped me from doing it. Mm. Whereas now it's just like, like, like you said, Sarah, vulnerability. Mm. Just be vulnerable, tell them how you work, where you're at, and then leave it. Like, yeah. you don't need to go back into it. Because so. then you get, you get that time and space between you both to then not create stories in your head and just be like, right, we're both dealing with this, we're both having our time, and then we'll come back together and talk when... When it's the right time. Well, I think there's that quote, isn't it? Like, someone is always going through something. Like, yeah. stop yeah. judging them. Mm. Like, whatever so stories true. you're creating about these people, like, just don't... It's not always about you. It's about what's going on on the other side of why that person can't I be a great friend at the right about time. You. Yeah. I think, actually, it's never about you. It's always about what's going on in that person's life. Mm. Because even if I've got a friend who's been a bit shitty, in my opinion... That's still about me. Like, why am I attracting you into my life? Do you know what I mean? What is it I needed from you? What boundaries am I not setting to allow you to treat me this way? Because something with me is that I I don't think I'd have that many friends because the people I would let in, because I had no boundaries, I'd take the piss a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, I have... broke. <laughs> I think like, my family would take the piss, like my one friend would take the piss. And then I have um some other friends, like my two other friends, like two other girls from school, actually. One of them were on and off friends, but the one who's my rider die, Charisse. So apart from them two, actually, they're but they're the kind of girls I think would get taken the piss out of as well because they give so much. I think oh, we're okay. conscious not to do it to each other. So I'm really grateful oh, yeah. for them. But um I think that's why I'd always stop for myself from letting friends because I think you don't have and it's not even taking a piss out of you like financially so it's like emotionally dumping on you oh, oh it's the there's worst there's so many ways of really taking from someone but you don't realise you're doing it yeah I do try and be conscious like am I being take 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 at the moment you know like even asking because I have a child you know like and I don't have my mum and dad around like can you look after Santina or I'm so conscious of that and I also mm. never want to be that mum so but it's just about balance and doing something it is nice. about balance give and take and I think what someone said earlier is the fact that you just have that one person you go to and you can offload to because when you do that with so many different people, it's just like such a chaotic energy yeah. exchange. You keep so repeating many, the negativity, oh yeah. God, and I think you made a perfect point though before when you were like, um, you used to be the friend of like, get rid of them, like, rah, 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 and you've actually said now you really 
don't do that. No. Like, you'll go back from it. And I like, I said to you, I always love speaking to you because you have a better, like a broader perspective. Yeah, I stand back and look at the wider picture. Whereas mm. before I'd be like, ah, just support my friend. Tell her he's a dick. Tell her he's dead or anything about their mm. problems. But now I really just try and give a bird's eye view of the situation. So if my, just because you're my friend, if you come to me with a problem, I'm not going to go, you're right, babe. Yeah. I might say, have you looked at it this way from their perspective? Because more often than not, if you're in a debate or an argument with somebody, if you try and see it from their perspective, you're going to feel less hurt. Mm. Rather than just being adamant, no, you meant to piss me off, you definitely hung up on me. Mm. Look at it from their perspective, creating. the story. So just look at it, <clears throat> put yourself in their shoes and you'll be less hurt. Like I've been saying this, I've got a friend, um, oh God, he loves a moan. He loves a good fucking moan. <laughs> Proper victim mode. And I'm just like, why you, you're torturing yourself with these stories. The reality is not actually that bad, but because you have these huge expectations of people or friends, when they don't do what you expect them to do, you are devastated and it's genuine pain. They're not making that up. Mm. But if you just flip the script and be like, mm. did they really do it on purpose to hurt me? That's or did they just drop the ball? Yeah. <clears throat> That's such a valid point, like expectations in relationships. I think yeah. that can really cause a lot of... It can, really can. A lot of argue, well, not arguments, but like just awkwardness. <laughs> awkwardness, hurt feelings, people feeling let down, mm -hmm. all of that, all based off of an expectation. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think you should put on anyone. Like, no. I have a friend who would always no complain way. about like her family and stuff, and I never used to be that empathetic. Cause I'm like, bro, your mum fucking still nice to you. Like, I didn't even, I didn't know where mum was a lot of the time growing mm -hmm. up. Do you know what I mean? Like, so for me, I'm just mm -hmm. like, mummy, <laughs> I'm like, how can you be disrespectful to your mum? Like, she clothed you, she fed you, and yeah, she might not be the mum you want, but I like, should go over and over and over in issues. And my advice is, look, I cut off my mum. Cut off your mum. <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah, I like, cut mine off. Yeah. Cut them off. <laughs> cut, them cut them off. I honestly cut like cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if that's not a good vibe, I don't care who they are. They could be your mum, your dad, like your sister, your best friend, whoever it is. Like, if it's not good vibes, and like <coughs> you said, cut it. If you're not getting something from it, like the receiving as well as giving, then and but also think you need to remember as well. Friends go through seasons as well. There was definitely mm -hmm. times where I was overtaken off Queen or a few guys. Mm. Like one hundred percent, I can see it. And that's so weird. I still look back at that time because I am not. Since I did this whole emotional dumping and I cut people off, I think I hadn't been in that position for so long where I I don't mind. I mean, a lot of people too. I really don't mind listening to people's issues. I actually really quite enjoy it now, but that's because I've mastered the right people to allow to tell yes, me, right? Okay, so I wouldn't have spent all the miles on the phone with you when you were going through shit if I could see that you were just had bad intentions or you were a nasty person or you were not genuine. If I see a hurt soul, I will help you. If you need me to be on the phone three hours a day with you, I will do that now because sometimes some people are just hurt and broken and they really like, even before you told me, it's almost like I could sense that growing up, you knew you didn't have a voice. Mm. And I think at the time there was a lot of people around you who just wanted to shut you down. No matter, They just didn't want to hear anything you had to say. And I was like, you know what? I have so much capacity for this right now. I'm going to do this for this good person who I've literally just met because I could see that that's what they needed. But if you and I are then still having those conversations five years later because yeah. you've done fuck all about it, oh, yeah, then, then I'd be like, no. Yeah. But you know that Lacey's the kind of character that would give back to you eventually exactly at some point. That. So, again, mm. it's choosing the right the people. The right people. Um, mm. And like you said, you knew that you had enough 
value in you to help someone. Yeah, like, I had so the much. Of going through life experiences if you can't give back to others to help them, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and it's about seeing people being able to start making the changes. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can't just be doing this around, like giving the same person that like, two, three, four times advice, but yeah. they're not making any changes. Like that's for me now. That's like. If you're not going to be making, or what I said about, I can't say it about anyone else. I feel like no one's really been like as fucked up as I was, I guess. But I can see now, and I said this to one of my friends, like, actually, you really, this isn't, it's really hard to say this as a friend because this is like an ex. Mm. But I was like, you really left me in a time where like I really needed someone I felt like. And like, you didn't 100% leave me, but I felt a little bit abandoned. But like, um, and the, I think the thing that upset me was that I was really trying. I was doing all the therapy, guys. Like, I tell you, tens of thousands of pounds, like, ridiculous amounts. And, that like, nothing was working. I remember sitting there crying, like, this isn't working. Like, I'm just not... I, I can't tell you, but every day I'd wake up and feel less like myself. It was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It was, like, out of control. So I feel like I've been that really crappy friend on the other side. But I've also been a friend that needed the boundaries and also been taking the piss out of. I've kind of been all we've of them all, friends. I'm sure we've all been that at some point. Yeah. But it's just like, I think if you are that friend who is going through a bad time, like, yeah, if you are mostly dumping on your friends, that's okay if you need that at that point. But mm. make sure you're taking action or taking yeah. their advice yeah. or, and like, don't just give it to them and carry on and don't ever change it because that's yeah, just, I don't think Yeah, wake up the next day, good. do the same thing. Yeah, mm. have the same conversation. <laughs> I've really enjoyed this chat. I think mm. um, there's definitely been lots of value today from this. Mm-hmm. Definitely stuff that I would probably wish that I listened to on my, like, my early 20s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's been good. Mm, loved it. It's been nice. Got so many texts to send. <laughs> <laughs> um, or actual meetings. Sweaty calls, face to face chats. Lots of coffees. <laughs> Lots of free cakes to give out. I don't think I've got anyone I need to have a chat with at the moment in my life. I'm okay. Good for you. Yeah, I cut them all off. No, she's <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like, I'm not the, the year. <laughs> <laughs> <Go on. laughs>